Hello and welcome back to episode 56 of No Other Crack Pod. <laughs> I thought you were glitching there. I was like, Marie, <laughs> do you know how to do this anymore? <laughs> I know I nearly forgot what to do. Oh, I missed you, Marie. I know. It's been so long. Um, I, I, I like, it's been three weeks. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't that long, really. <laughs> it I know, just feels like longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the longest we've gone in a long time. Yeah. Did you do loads? Have we loads to chat about? Mm, I'd say we do. Yeah, we probably do. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. I actually was sitting down this evening and I was like, what did I, what did I even watch? But I have a few things. Okay, so we'll get stuck into TV Guide then. Do you want to kick it off? Okay. Well, <laughs> we've not watched anything of much substance, but a show we've been enjoying thoroughly at the moment. <laughs> oh god! And it's actually number one on Netflix, which, as we all know, means nothing. Trending, yeah, <gasps> trending number one on Netflix at the moment. Uh, at all, oh, the Furies, <laughs> which is so good. It's so entertaining. I Myself actually, and Darren are really enjoying it. I didn't. I forgot to write that down, but I'd started watching it as well. Mm, I think everybody is. Yeah, whether they care to admit it or not. The biggest thing I was shocked at. Was their ages. Like. Yeah. Tyson's age in particular. He's 35. Is it 35 30, or 36? Yeah. Maybe 35. He was 34 on his birthday in an episode. But that could have been filmed last year. Yeah. And Paris is 32. Yeah. That's right. She's a bit younger than him. Like she's. She's a powerhouse. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. As she's bound to get some kind of show out of it. Like. I don't think so. Do you, do you not think? Oh no. She fully embraces the... Oh, I know. I think she should. But you don't think she will? I do not think Tyson will allow her star oh. to shine. Have you watched it all? No, we're about halfway through, maybe. Do you think he won't let her shine? No, maybe not. Well, apparently... Nef- now, this hasn't been fact-checked in the, in the sense that it's not official, but apparently Netflix have offered them two more seasons and Tyson Fury rejected the offer. And I would say it's because Paris is the standout star. And what I'm starting to gather from watching it is that he is the main character. (laughs) And he will not want her to be the main character. Yeah. So even though she should, like, I mean, but she has a book out, a book coming out and it's number one on Amazon at the minute. So like, obviously she is going to get loads from it. And then the little cameos of Tommy and Molly May. Yeah, that's so cute. Like, even though I've never watched Love Island, I always knew that those two were super popular. And that was, you can see why now. They're really lovely. Yeah, that was the only season I watched of Love Island. But did you see then when um, At Home with the Furies came out? Tommy, Tommy Fury had left, but he was going to like training for like, I don't know, eight weeks or something. Mm-hmm. would need to fact check that next week but like there was a load of headlines saying Tommy Fury leaves family home like it made it look like they broke up yeah, but they were yeah, completely yeah. clickbait yeah like, just misinterpreting that mm-hmm. to get headlines yeah so no but it's it's entertaining yeah it's really enjoyable jeez they're minted oh my god savage like and the little buck then filling up the bottles of coke did you see that? that he's like ahead the ball the wee ones are so cute. Yeah, they're very funny. Like the style, the style. 
<laughs> they're really funny. Like how they do pay great tribute to the fact that they come from the traveling community mm-hmm. and they talk loads about, you know, like their customs and morals mm-hmm. and everything. So oh, I she's think very proud. Yeah. yeah. Like it's quite insightful and in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Paris explains everything very well. Like, she's amazing. She's just so wise mm-hmm. and humble in spite of everything that they yeah. have. Yeah. Um, Tyson, I don't know how she feel about him really and truly. Yet, mm-hmm. I'll reserve judgment until I've watched it all. I haven't watched it all now, but so far, I'm just... She's the patience of a saint. Yeah. And she's very understanding. Yeah. With his conditions, but... His conditions and his ego. Yeah. <laughs> There's the ego in there as well. Like. I don't think the conditions can excuse everything. Yeah. Um, like. I'm a big fan of his dad too. They're so alike. He's a bit of a legend like John. Did you see Tyson though when he was younger when he had hair? God, you wouldn't recognise him. I've seen just like a wee photo. Mm. That, was it her mum, Paris's mum was sharing or something in an episode? I don't know. Maybe that, not. Maybe you just saw it online or something. But yeah, no, it's good. So we've been watching that. Um, like myself and Darren are on our holidays, but we're not going anywhere. We're just doing we day trips or whatever. And then every evening we're like dying to get home to watch. Oh really? Home the like I'd started days. watching it, and then <laughs> Damien couldn't. No, it was just not into it. No, I didn't have the patience. Yeah, the funny thing was we thought that. <laughs> One another wouldn't like He's it. He's like, I don't think I can put up with Tyson tonight. I was like, mm, fair enough. Yeah, it's a bit overstimulating. Yeah. Um. No, and then the only other TV guide news is that we went. We went to see Oppen. Is it Open or Oppenheimer? A couple of weeks ago, maybe oh. about three weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So we got seeing that. So completed Barbenheimer. <laughs> and what did you think of it? Yeah, I really liked it. It was very good. Um. We kind of agreed that it was something you have to see in the cinema and that oh. I don't think I would ever watch it again. You know, it's like very intense, um, a lot of history, good storyline, um, mad special effects and everything. Is it's, there? it's like a real show to experience. Yeah. Even cinematic the sound, experience. cinematic experience. Um, but I don't think I could ever see it again. Because didn't they say you have to watch it in a certain type of cinema? Yeah, apparently so. There's, there's, there's one in something Belfast. about yeah, certain IMAX. Yeah, know. all these like m- I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> and Century Cinemas did the job. Larry Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was great. And Killian Murphy was very failed in it. I think he obviously had to lose weight. For oh the role, yeah, but he was so frail. I just seen that in his like, you know, those like different promo videos and that, and I thought, God, he's. He is like yeah, Tom Shelby just looked like a yeah, like Tyson Fury. Yeah, <laughs> compared to Oppenheimer. like a strong, a strong lad. Yeah, and yeah, I think he'd lose a lot of weight. Mm. But it's based it's based on a true story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Emily Blunt is in it as well. She's very good in it. She plays his kind of long suffering wife type of thing. Um, no, it's good. Robert Downey Jr. is very good in it. It oh, it's long, like it's three hours long, but I mean, I didn't find myself looking at the time until around two hours and 15 minutes in, which is good going. And even at that, like I wasn't fed up. I was kind of like, 
okay, I could do with it being over soon enough. But once I got back into it, yeah, it, you know, I, I didn't find it until it was over. Yeah, Michael, see it. You'd have to be at yourself, like awake and you know, just Not ready tired. for something yeah. that's quite grim. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's definitely worth seeing. That's all my TV guide. Interesting. I started watching. It's on Prime. Amazon Prime Video. The new Harlan Coben series. Did you hear oh, about it? Oh, no. Shelter. Is that stuff not usually on Netflix? Too? Yeah, so Netflix had the rights to like the majority of the novels. So like The Stranger, Stay Close, Safe. Mm. But Prime got the rights to this. But like watching it, there's only three episodes out at the minute. But I don't really know what to think yet. It's a bit mad. Mm. So... What's the premise of this one? So I'll just read the little synopsis here on Prime Video. Based on the best-selling series by Harlan Coben, Shelter follows the story of Mickey Bolitar after the death of his father leads him to a new to a new life in suburban New Jersey. When another new student disappears, Mickey finds himself tangled in a web of secrets. With the help of two new friends, Spoon, <laughs> one of the friends <laughs> called Spoon, good old Spoon, and Emma, spelled E M A, you're missing an M, Emma. They reveal a dark underground that may hold the answers to decades of disappearances. Mm. Like, I've watched three episodes and... You're not gripped? No, like, I wouldn't say I'm not gripped, but it's a bit... It's a bit all over the place, like. It's a bit Mm. kind of far-fetched at times. Mm. Which is fair enough, like, but... Yeah. um, There's kind of men that look like they're from Men in Black at times in it and... I don't know. There's th- like there'll probably be a fourth episode out by the time this podcast episode's out. Mm. But it's worth the because I loved all the rest of them, but nearly the other ones that were on Netflix, they kind of all you nearly knew it was a Harlan Coben novel. Yeah, by the style, and style of it, yeah. Whereas this is completely different. It kind of gives me Stranger Things vibes. Right. Okay. It's funny, which how isn't a bad thing. Yeah. I know it's just probably a shame that it moved from Netflix when you'd kind of gotten used to the style of shooting and everything that they did with yeah. them. So then you have to get used to a whole new production. Yeah. Type no, of I thing. wouldn't say like I am enjoying it, but I just think it's a bit all over there. the place at times. Hmm. I I just hope the storyline kind of comes a bit more streamlined. Yeah. Um. The other thing that I watched. Well, I'll not rate Shelter yet because obviously I'm still watching it. The other thing that I watched is a documentary on Netflix, The Volcano Rescue from Wakari. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear of it? No. no. came out in 2022. Um, This, like... So... I, I don't think I've gasped as much at a documentary mm-hmm. in a while. So it's based... There was 47 tourists and guides trapped on a remote island. It's off New Zealand. Um, they used to bring people out in boats and all that and they were out on one visit and the volcano decided to erupt oh Jesus but there's like actual footage like it's harrowing watch but it's like shocking mm. shocking and it's like so you're hearing from the survivors and that and it's just I don't know and when did this happen was it 2009? Oh, yeah, so it's like an... Oh, recently, like recent recently, history. Yeah. But 
like they were all severe because it was a volcano on this island. It's not like regular lava. It was like it's nearly like steam and hot smoke that oh, it put geez. out. So they were all kind of burnt, but it's it's just shocking. And then there was people out in the boat, and you could see the island and all this black smoke coming mm. up. But if you're into documentaries and seeing how wild yeah. Mother Nature is, well, yeah, it's actually probably very pertinent now that you know natural disasters yeah. and frightening weather and everything is. Yeah, topical. I was actually recommended to watch that from two friends because it came out in 2022, but I never seen it. No, I never. But heard definitely, of it. I would give it four. So right what's it called exactly? The volcano rescue from Macari. All right. W h a k a r r i on Netflix. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds good. But I like I guess it is a very hard watch. Trigger warning. Yeah, you just have I, to be I prepared. I gasped a lot at it, mm. but very interesting all the same. And then hearing from their survivors and how their lives have been affected since and how positive they're being and how strong they've been since it. Like, it is mm. amazing. And the other thing, I just said I mentioned this because not that it's particularly like, I'd be like, yeah, watch it. But I just mm. thought with all the chat of AI, mm-hmm. I thought I just had to mention it. So it's Robots. The film's called Robots. Mm-hmm. Now, there previously was a film out called Robots, but it was like a cartoon thing. But this just came out this year it's has jack whitehall in it mm-hmm. i like jack whitehall so that's why i said i'd watch yeah. it but so basically he plays charles who is a womanizer while elaine is a gold digger the duo learn humanity when forced to team up and pursue robot doubles of themselves so it's based like in the future so jack whitehall has he's they have robots to do like all the garbage men jobs and all mm. kind of like menial menial tasks yeah, yeah yeah and jack whitehall got a robot so he'd send the robot out to work for him mm-hmm. and he'd lie at home all day blah 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 and then the woman then she was sending a robot out but anyway their robots run away but <laughs> i would give it two ripe avocados if you're not really <laughs> but the reason i wanted to mention it so if you're not really mad to watch something, you have to give major attention. Stick it on like it's mm. grand. But in it, the woman who's like a gold digger had this handbag. And I was like, this handbag cannot be real. Mm. But it was a Louis Vuitton airplane bag. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen these? No. They're $39,000. And they are real. But I, I, I thought this has to be like a take the piss on like luxury consumerism when you see it oh I had to laugh Maybe it's a bit like the Sarah Jessica Parker pigeon bag did you see that no is that a real bag yeah it was on an episode of Unjust Like That and it was like a pigeon there's the airplane bag oh Jesus you're squinting <laughs> I'll just oh text it on to you no, yeah but I can see it would but you wear this bag Darren <laughs> Darren hardly carries a wallet. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't believe that it was real. Oh, sorry, it's a men's bag, actually. Oh, it's a man bag. Oh, it is a man bag. Christmas present. Okay. Look, you could look like that guy. <laughs> God, there's some daft bag styles out there. Well, $39,000, I thought, Jesus. 
Um, another mention in TV Guide, which I'm going to watch this week. It's on my list. But did you see Painkiller? No, like I've not seen it, but I'm hearing all the good things I just watched about the trailer it. for it mm. on Netflix. Looks mm. amazing. It's about the whole opioid controversies in America. So yeah. it looks brilliant. Mm. What do you call him? Sarah Jessica Parker's husband's in it. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. 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 Yeah, it looks good. I don't know, like after watching Dope Sick, I would need a while before I could watch anything more about that topic. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it was heavy going. It's mm-hmm. just so sad, that whole thing. But like that looks class. So oh, it looks, and it, looks quite, it looks quite funny. So that's what I'm planning to watch this week. Mm. So that's all my TV guide. Mm, not World so Wide Web. Yes, let me think. I had loads, but I'll just narrow it down a little bit. So one of the things that I'm mad about at the moment, it's kind of niche, but you might have, I don't know if you've been on TikTok much lately, mm-hmm. but... Uh, and whether this has popped up for you, but have you seen the girls or the women rather from Sheer Locks? It's no. like an office in London. The TikTok account I think is just called Sheer Locks, like S H E E R L U X E. What does Sheer Locks? And first, like this is I've been following them for ages before I even realized. It. Then I was thinking, what the hell is Sheer Locks? Because there's like fifty women working Sounds like here. tights. It's basically like um, <laughs> like tan it's tights. So weird. It feels all like a fake thing because the TikTok account is these real glamorous women in London, and they're all like editor of interiors, like you know, and all this stuff. So you think it is obvious. It's just a, an online magazine, and it's like luxury ish, and <laughs> it's ish. I'm kind of thinking like, you know, like the magazine Grazia or one of those magazines that are a bit posh. Mm -hmm. So it's like an online version of one of them. But they send an email newsletter every day as well. And they have a podcast and they have their Instagram and Pinterest and TikTok and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like all in on it now. But I got on the sheer looks girls. Yeah. (laughs) But I just got what what hooked me in was I just kept seeing the TikToks where they would just do really plain things like, and they all have really like posh London names. It'll be like, Bunty, what's your, the favorite thing of yours in your makeup bag at the moment? And you know, like they'll all show their favorite makeup or what they're reading or they'll even just do a wee thing, making them all dress as if they were a Barbie for their day at work. And it's really like style focused, fluffy stuff. But the TikTok account is quite addictive. It must be big enough because when I put in Cheer Locks, a load of Tattle Life articles came up. Oh, no way. They've already been tattled. That's when you know you've made it. Yeah, not going down that rabbit hole. No, but I don't know. Like, I must check how much, how many followers they have on TikTok. That's where I found them. And then I signed up to the Daily Newsletter and I love it. Oh, do you? Um, Yeah, like, I love it. I love everything. Like, it's so aspirational. It's basically like if, especially if you're the type of person like me who loved Made in Chelsea back in the day, then you are a sheer looks girl, basically. She looks girl Um, They have, yeah, 432,000 followers on TikTok. Um, but then there's a really other, I don't know what the name of the account is now, but there's an account then that takes the piss out of them as well. And it's these grungy girls that work in a normal office and they take <laughs> the absolute piss out of it. Like, which I must find, um, I'll make a wee note of finding their account name for next week. 
Um, so sheer luck's them loving. And then an article I was reading earlier today, which you probably already knew this, but it was news. I think you mentioned it, or somebody mentioned it to me, that Firefest tickets are on sale. No. Firefest you- 2. He has the audacity to have tickets out for Firefest 2. So <laughs> the article I was reading had said, Tickets on sale for Reboot of Fire, the fraudulent luxury festival that flopped. Tickets cost from $500 for Bargain. the second edition of the event organized by Billy McFarland six years after the notorious first event. The original event, which in a lawsuit was compared to The Hunger Games or Lord of the Flies, was <laughs> co-founded by Billy McFarland and the rapper Ja Rule and scheduled to take place in the Bahamas in 2017. It caused more than 26 million in losses when it was cancelled over inadequate, inadequate accommodation, food and water. Um, ja Rule was cleared of wrongdoing over Firefest Part 1 in 2019, a year after the founder, Billy McFarland, was jailed. So I'm just thinking it's hilarious that they're doing a Firefest too. If you haven't watched Firefest the documentary what was it called fire the festival oh, i'll get it now oh, but that is one of, of the it. best documentaries yes or go and watch it if you've not seen it like as you said they were creating this luxury high-end with a load of celebrity endorsement mm-hmm. festival and like what was geez you wouldn't see it you wouldn't see the likes of it at sea sessions like you'd yeah. have better tents at sea sessions yeah. it was like these white gazebos oh it was but disastrous. Remember Jerule, it was like, you got to create your own hype. <laughs> yeah. I know, like, that was one of the most brilliantly marketed, yet horrific things in eventuality. Oh. Um, I loved that documentary. I'd nearly watch it again. I, I did watch it again for the second time not that long ago. I'll but be interested to see how Firefest 2 unfolds. Okay, so it's just called Fire, but it's on Netflix, F-Y-R-E. Mm-hmm. Watch it if you haven't watched yeah. it. Yeah. Well worth the watch. But he is a chancer, Billy. Oh my gosh, he is. You're a chancer, Billy. Mm-hmm. But like people will probably still buy the tickets because they'll want to be a part of what kind of catastrophe this is going to be. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I would nearly buy one for $500. Because it's kind of, because it's become iconic in its shiteness. People will be like, oh, fuck, let's see what the crack is this time. Bring your own water. <laughs> yeah, bring your own sandwiches. <laughs> oh, the sandwiches. Do you remember the sandwiches? And toilet paper. Oh, my God. Oh, it was wait. tight can't now. Can't wait, can't wait to see. Will we go? Will we go? I can't wait to see what they do and read a wee bit more about it. I only just seen articles circulating about it today. But I think the tickets did go on sale a couple of days ago. So I'm sure we'll hear and see more about this. We'll keep you posted as the story unfolds. <laughs> I'm dying to hear more. Mm. That's all my World Wide Web. Well, I have one World Wide Web and this is like, this is a strange one. And trigger warning if you don't like feet. Mm-hmm. Maybe trigger warning if you do like feet. <laughs> okay, I'm scared. So this guy... He's on Instagram, but he's on TikTok as well. So it's called Jaws Podiatry. So it's Mm. Dr. Abraham Wagner, who is based in Hollywood. He's the OG cosmetic foot surgeon. And you want to see his videos. Like, I actually went down a whole rabbit hole watching his videos. But he does surgery. (laughs) Face 
right. <laughs> he does surgery on feet, but like the videos are so entertaining and I'm like, I can't say I'm into feet or I'm not into feet, but from the medical point of view, I find it very interesting. So like he's fixing these mad bunions and then like some people go into him and they want to, if they have a longer mammy toe than a daddy toe, <laughs> they get the mammy toe shortened. Oh my god! Why did you look at your own nose there? I just wanted to check. <laughs> my feet are horrific. What was his name again? <laughs> Doctor Abraham Wagner. Oh Every god. time I see Wagner, I think you're a man from X Factor. Wagner. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about him. <laughs> Why is his face burnt to my brain? But anyway, like these videos, they're very interesting. Yeah, it's like a makeover type thing. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah it's not really he kind of comments and then he does stitches then with people that are putting up like different issues with feet and he does commentary on it and his voice is so calm but he does really interesting commentary like it's hard to explain unless you've experienced it. it it's like i would compare it to people liking pimple popping videos yeah yeah there's just so like i would enjoy not that i actively go looking for pimple popping videos but you know if you see it, you're like oh yeah that's satisfying yeah like, that's what there's a satisfaction to them yeah so it's nearly like that with mm. fixing bunions <laughs> God. yeah but he's the og cosmetic foot surgeon i i just thought that tagline got me <laughs> based in hollywood you found your niche sir fair yes, play to you yeah, exactly <laughs> nobody can take that away from them yeah so you need to watch some of them and Get back to me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Any recommendations? Any recommendations over the last three weeks? God, I probably have too many, but I'll stick to one that I had made note of. Excuse me. Um. So let's see. One thing that I've really liked using, this is like a, a hair, a beauty one for a change, her old favorite. So the Kerastast Elixir Oil which is in like a gold bottle and it's hair serum. Okay. This is such a good product. Oh my good God. Now, I don't know. Yeah, your hair probably would take to it quite well too, even though you don't have coarse hair. But you I certainly would, do have coarse hair. Have, you would. You say you have frizzy hair, but I never see this frizz. I, I <laughs> tame the mane. Um, <laughs> this so-called frizz. Yeah. <laughs> quote on quote. But this is so good. Uh, right, normally, like I have very coarse frizzy hair and I find it wild hard to keep it, <laughs> what's the word, I hate the word moist, but like it just, after a day, it looks really like dry and frizzy again and it's so annoying. Um, And then this was recommended to me. So they're like just a small amount of it and just run it through like day old hair and it just revitalizes it which it does or three day old hair whatever (laughs) depends how your week's going but um so good because normally whenever in the past i try to use like moroccan oil or Mm -hmm. any of those oils or serums on my hair i would start breaking out in my chin because i'm so sensitive (laughs) are you rubbing it on your chin hair like i don't know it's (laughs) like (laughs) um oh god i'd be reading them fairy tales to clara i'm thinking not by the hair of my chinny chin chin (laughs) I don't know. My hair must be my on two my strands jo- are glossy on, <laughs> <laughs> on my jawline all the time or something. And anytime I try anything, like even if it's a shampoo or conditioner that's scented, I break out in acne all over my jaw. It's so annoying. But this doesn't do it to me. 
and it doesn't make your hair greasy or heavy or anything. It just does smooth it out for me anyway. Um, so it's called again the Elixir Oil by Kerastast, and it's in a wee gold bottle. I got mine on Look Fantastic, you know that UK beauty website, because yeah. it was the only one that did the smaller bottle. Because I just thought I'd rather buy a smaller one and try it out rather than invest in a big one yeah and it was quite hard to get a small one so if anybody's interested in trying it i'd recommend that look fantastic look fantastic is great prices yeah it Seems is it's really reasonable yeah. the stuff come even though i think it's based in the uk the stuff does come quick enough quick, like yeah so the way it's described is a, a multi-benefit hair oil which works as a primer finisher or refresher smoothing the appearance of split ends while providing heat protection the leave-in formula nourishes and visibly smooths hair for a soft, sleek finish. Yada yada about the scent. It does smell divine. That's one of the other things mm. about it. It smells so good. Um, this best-selling hair oil leaves hair looking silky and radiant. And you can put it in when your hair's wet or dry. And I've tried both and I just love it. Like, I can't shout about it enough. <laughs> so, oh, frizzy girls, try it. I wish... I do. It is quite expensive, though. So sometimes I just wish these products would let you try, like, you know, a small amount for try a Try before you buy. Yeah, because, like, because then I feel bad, you know, if people do buy it and then they think it's rubbish. But I'll buy it and off you if that small, happens. <laughs> how much is the small bottle? Um, I, I need to look in the bathroom. I'm about to say it's Darren in the bathroom. Um. He is. I could shout him to see how many milliliters it is. But yeah, it was but how like, much was small, it? Like? And it was, like... 26 euro or something you so probably maybe, don't need that much no you only need i'll have that fridge as i'd say you need a wee tiny yeah. dollop of it and um, i wonder would darren try it in the beard oh yeah no i'm not gonna give him that idea darren would uh, darren uses beard oil oh, from for the male listeners darren's left the room actually so we must ask him but it's the something beard company i usually get him this oh, yeah you said that before yeah, yeah you so really it before. they're they're in Kerry, a startup company and we'll ask him when he comes back in. Darn. 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 Could you check in the bathroom, you know, in my wee um, <laughs> thing for like this gold bottle do, 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 of hair oil? Play some elevator music. Because yeah. um, I just want to see how many milliliters it is. It's called Elixir. Is it, is it the Elixir Ultima? The yes. elixir of youth. Because uh, uh, Trisha was saying you could put it in your beard, but I was saying you exclusively use your beard oil, and I couldn't re- remember the name of the company. It's the West Cork Beard Company. Oh, West Cork Beard Company. By um, Ian Bailey. So if any... If, if, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I forgot that Ian Bailey existed. I'll never forget. Um, so this is 30, 30 mils, and it was like, Nearly, I suppose it was 30 euro by the time you paid shipping and everything. But yeah, Darren, you could try it in your beard to see. Give me an elbow. Um, oh, Jesus. And let, let Patricia smell it. Give me a sniff of it. Um, Can't really. You need to take some out. Can I? I'm afraid I'll wait. You put some on? No, it's oh, okay. That's about 10 euro right there. No. Um, and then my other just quick recommendation was, do you know what we had today? Oh, yeah. Doesn't it smell divine? Mm. Um, one of the things we had today was such a throwback to 90s dinners 
what I got in Mickey Joe's as an appetizer before our main dinner today oh. was crispy pancakes. You know, the wee crispy pancakes with oh, mints inside. My God. So good. I forgot they existed. So good. Darren, weren't they? Darren's not loving the smell of that stuff. He's after putting it all over his beard. No, you don't like the smell. It's very girly. Oh, well, <laughs> so, Darren, you're a modern man. Um, <laughs> you don't like? Do you not like Embrace the face of it? It's too girly. It smells too girly. All right, okay. <laughs> I love the smell girly. of it. Well, that's good because he won't be stealing it from me because he my, would... My typical beard scents are mint and cedarwood. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, fire from cedarwood you were rare but anyway <laughs> uh, yeah so I got a, I got like two packets of the crispy pancakes with mince and onion and Mickey Joe's just to have for the crack before our dinner and it was such a blast from the past they were delicious I need to try those was there other flavours though yeah the other flavours were in Mickey Joe's as well um, the ham the and ham and mozzarella or oh, not yeah. mozzarella you know ham and some kind of rank cheese type one I didn't really like that one Oh, I must add them to my Dunn's order for next week. Yeah, they're bird's eye, so. Oh, are they bird's eye? Yeah. So that is my two recommendations for this week. Okay, my recommendation. Uh, I have two recommendations. Mm-hmm. But the first one, I sent you a Snapchat, which you opened three days later. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I opened that same day. I was proud you of did, myself. Actually. Um, so shout out to Sinead, my cousin Sinead. She told me that apparently cows like listening to jazz music. Oh, yeah. And I I tried it. I played cows jazz music. Yeah, I saw this. They looked captivated. They were captivated. (laughs) So my recommendation to to the masses of people out there, play jazz music to the cows. And see how they react. Yeah. Because I took the video, I'd sent you the snap, like the cows were just staring at me. But then I was reading an article then about it, and um, I think it works better. You don't know trombone, Darren, no, you don't know how to play the trombone. No. <laughs> I think if you can actually play live jazz music to the cows, they enjoy it more. <laughs> mm. So it, it yields better milk, apparently. Oh my gosh. It relaxes the cow. So classical music therapy increases the milk yields by cows by 5% a breeder has found. There was an actual study done on it. A cattle breeder from the district of Yazihan started the experiment on his ranch in Turkey's eastern province. He played out music for his stock on speakers, cranking them up at specific times in order to increase the milk yield. If this music provides relaxation on humans, so I thought, why wouldn't it work on animals? I set up a music system and observed the increase in the milk yield. Whatever kind of feed you give them, the important thing is to relieve the stress for the animal. This way, I saw there's a significant increase in the yield. And also, the health problems of the animals decreased. Mm. So now... 5% is a lot at scale. Yeah. 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 It is. The numbers speak for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But... Yeah, so... Rather fascinating. I just thought that, oh yeah, and then there was another video that went viral a couple of years ago of an Italian vet singing opera to cows. Um, Yeah, the cows loved it. (laughs) Did they find it moving? (laughs) 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 A 
actually, I, I can say nothing. Wrap it up, wrap it in. I have to. Because I looked up then playlists on Spotify and there was a few, yeah, I was like cows jazz. Just to see, did they have a few favourites like? And there was ones that, yeah, cows like jazz is a playlist. Jazz for cows. Oh my <laughs> God. It's a thing, people, it's a thing. So I just thought if anyone's out there walking on the roads and they see a cow or a sheep, maybe try it with sheep as well. Maybe the sheep like a bit of jazz. Hmm. Yeah. So. Worth trying. Yeah. I want to see the results. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the other thing then I was going to discuss. I also had sent this to you on our little holly bops. So I got a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The Birkenstock Boston clogs. Yeah, I'm jealous. I want them. And you know what? They're they're an ugly shoe. But they're so ugly, I think they're nice. I don't even think they're ugly. No, they are ugly when they're on your feet. Mm. But I don't think... Th- I think from another person looking in on them, they don't look that ugly. Mm. But when I have them on my own feet, I'm like, God, they're ugly. But you're so comfortable. Yeah. You're so comfortable. I nearly feel like I'm a surgeon in theatre when I wear them. <laughs> They're kind of quiet luxury too. Like it's quite a bougie buy. A bougie buy? Mm. Is it? In a good way, like. They're very comfortable. Yeah. From a girl who has fallen arches. They yeah. prop me Your up in all the right places. Some. Yeah. I thought that. <laughs> um so I'm not quite sure how to style them yet, but for walking around the house with old cotton socks, yeah, they're they're great. So you recommend them? Sure. Yeah, but I just don't know how to wear them outside the house yet. But I think mm. they're a better buy than Crocs for me. That you're moving in that direction now. Maybe I'll just get a hole puncher and put a few holes in my Boston's. <laughs> oh my God, sacrilege. <laughs> and you got them in greens? Did they have many? I got them in greens. No, they only had like... So you can get suede ones, but I didn't particularly want to get suede ones anyway. So I got the... Is it oiled leather? Mm. It's called, so the shade is called tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look lovely. Yeah, they're, yeah. So I kind of have an outfit in my head, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Like mom That's jeans a, and a jumper, yeah. kind of. So and Gwyneth Paltrow vibes. Yeah, I'll wear it next week. Very autumnal, mm. I'm thinking. I'm kind of saving it for, oh God, I can't wait for oh, it to be officially autumn. I know. But I nearly think it is already. So that's the last of my recommendations. recommendations. Yeah. Have you any trivia? I I have a little. I actually don't. No. You're I'm very animal. Re- <laughs> I'm animal related in the last few things, but in Switzerland, it's illegal to own just one guinea pig. Oh. Because they're social creatures, and then they need company. That's so cute. But it's actually illegal. That's mad. Isn't it? But then I suppose you never see one guinea pig by themselves. Mm, I wonder, yeah, do pet shops kind of encourage that as well? They must do. Well, it must be when it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, in outside of Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Illegal Switzerland guinea pigs. So, yeah, that's my only trivia. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, at first it sounds like one of the silent... Silliest laws ever in Switzerland, you're not allowed to own just one guinea pig or parrot. I didn't know that. The reason for this is they're social species and they're considered victims of abuse if they aren't able to regularly interact with others of their own species. There you go. Mic drop. 
Now we know. And on that note. Okie dokie. Well, we're delighted to be back. Um, and we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye bye. Put up my hands and don't tell me